0: All right, gentlemen, are we ready? Ready. Let's go. Hello, internet, and welcome to an episode of Geek Anthology. I'm your host Neil Corddry, and joined this week by
1: the one true Ben
0: and Mike, Mike,
1: and Mike. Uh, Mike. three of
2: you. It'll make sense later. Ah, yes. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, at least
1: I'm not the one true Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, before we begin, I would like to um I'd like to press F to pay our respects for the loss of Ben,
0: who was tragically shot before we could begin the recording. Yeah. <laughs> um geez, I hate that. Sorry. Um we've got uh, every winter in this apartment, the lights flicker at night. It's unsettling. Yes. Um it's because there's too much power draw using, including the furnaces. At least that's my best theory. It happens every winter. Hmm. Um, it's super duper frustrating too, just because the lights start flickering and I'm like, eh, so is my apartment going to burn down? It reminds me of uh, Kevin McAllister getting freaked out by the furnace in Home Alone. Hmm. You know, I don't think I've ever actually watched Home Alone all the way through. I've He's obviously, days. I've caught pieces of it. Yeah,
2: you know, it's one of those cultural, pop culture icon, you know, like touchstones, I guess is the term I'm looking for.
0: Uh, So, uh, we are going to talk about Spider-Man. No way to get far from homecoming. Or if you mash it up with this other classic,
2: no way from home alone. (laughs) That would be super weird.
1: No way home alone.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's
2: made a gazillion dollars.
0: That is not the spoiler of the week. Nope. The spoiler of the week of... uh, This movie is uh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man.
2: Or alternatively, with great power comes great responsibility times three.
1: So with
0: great powers comes great responsibilities. We're going to actually have to start this over. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh That is the fact, like, I realize that like, so this is all going in B-roll now. Like, I realize the fact that it's been out for like a hot minute, but we should still respect the people who may actually not know that there's three Spider-Man in this movie. That should be saved for spoiler territory. That's is there
1: enough. there's anyone on the planet who doesn't know
0: all three Spider
2: Men are in it? Well, if you haven't seen the trailer and have been avoiding spoilers, and it's not And a
1: YouTube, good and
0: it wasn't in the trailer, they actually did a good job of not having the other two in, the other two people in the trailer. Yeah. So I am sorry, but we're going to need to actually, we are going to have to start this over, which means that whole Kevin McAllister thing is probably going to get lost in translation. <laughs> but yeah, um, gotta be gotta be nice to like the three people that listen to our podcast that that don't know that yet
2: hmm. i can remember the kevin mccallish all right well i guess i'm not could. sure if
0: i'll remember the setup though that's the problem yeah it's too complicated forget <laughs> it it's the furnace thing yeah right. but i'm only going to mention <laughs> that it's the lights flicker again in any case about it. let's all right this is all going to be rolled now so take two hello internet and welcome to another episode of geek Anthology. i'm your host neil cordray i'm joined this week by
1: the one true uncle ben
0: and mike and uh hey you know we're going to talk about uh Spider-Man in the place with the with with the not being home and such. Something related to the word home. Subtitle. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spider-Man, press the home button to continue.
2: <laughs> Spider-Man, press the any key. I guess that would probably be more like into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> but I <don't> right.
0: Know. <laughs> no doubt. Speaking of, they're making uh they're making another Spider-Verse movie, and I am super on board for that.
1: <clears throat>
2: actually, seems well, some... also licensed to print money, so it doesn't surprise me.
0: Well, that right. and uh. I I would still argue that Spider Verse is the best Spider Man movie that's ever that, that has been made. I would
1: argue that's probably
0: um, yeah that's that's probably close to the truth
1: close to absolute truth. It's just so good. Much to my
2: shame, I have still not got around to watching that. So oh man, the, you you saving you the best for last apparently.
0: It is <laughs> just excellently good. Um. Anyhow, no, we're going to talk about uh, Spider Man. No way home was that it. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Not to be Um, confused
2: with homecoming, or far from home. Yeah. Because
0: home. The the spoiler of the week is that uh, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. This will make more sense once you've seen the movie.
1: (laughs) It'll make more sense once we get into spoiler territory.
0: That too. There, there will be spoilers plus non-spoilers because that is, you know, we we uh, it is how we roll. Mm -hmm. Um. And how we b-rolled today because it was a dude. yep <laughs> extra plug for the uh for the patreon you get to hear our, our gaff name. Mm-hmm. um so boosted, yeah we, we done gaffed stuff. yeah so signal boosts what we got folks well, well um thanks. Right, Mike. <laughs> I, um, once again, have a
2: uh, a video game music channel on YouTube to plug. Uh, this one is called Family Jewels, spelled J-U-L-E-S. See what they did there? lols and so forth. <laughs> um, a lot of good stuff on there. Um, the uh, One of the things they most commonly is like a, a metal version or cover of uh, video game music they um they finally did a, uh, a halo metal cover which you know i mean obviously that's not like mm-hmm. a uh, breaking new ground there but it's really fucking good <laughs> because mm-hmm. the uh guitarist is really fucking good so, so definitely, worth, uh, definitely worth a, ch- uh, a check is out it? there it's this- um it's family family jewels on youtube so just mm-hmm. the word family and then j-u-l-e-s like jewels from pulp fiction okay are you not know, short jewels for jewels julius
1: right how, how does he how does he compare to like say e
2: oh i don't know i i don't know if i have much of a basis of comparison really um as as all roads lead to me mentioning. Funnels maybe you don't of have 14. a basis
0: of, of of uh of comparison <laughs> uh,
2: yes yeah, you did there um, <laughs> and
0: i'm sorry
2: so yeah <laughs> we're like Less than five minutes in, I think, and I've mentioned Final Fantasy Fourteen, but uh it's <laughs> it's
0: because
2: that is what led me to the uh to the signal bo- to uh channel that I am signal boosting here is uh something came up on the old ye algorithm which was uh, a metal cover of flow which is uh, one of the main themes from Endwalker and even if you never you never played the game or have any context for it it's just a really great track yeah the music's to to. just it's excellent so the vocal the vocals on this one is insane they got a uh, they had another video game music inclined person from another channel Uh, To Mm -hmm. join them, they did a little collaboration. Um, I believe her name is Adriana Figueroa, and holy crap, that's the name I recognize. So good, Um, the vocals and the guitar together is just so awesome. Mm -hmm. And you know, I mean, you can only blab about it for so long. So check it out for yourself, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But there's a lot of great stuff on there. So beware, it can be a bit of a rabbit hole. Oh, also, um, I'm sure you'll appreciate this, uh, Neil. There is a um, there's a cover of Welcome to the Internet by Bo Burnham. Pretty great. Oh so, yeah, definitely check that out too.
0: Every time I watch that video, I Bo Burnham looks like I. I the thing I see is Bo Burnham looking like Doctor Ro, Ivo Robotnik slash Eggman. If you're uh, if if you're from Japan,
2: if you're one of those people that just likes to push up their glasses and be like, "Well, I'm actually," it's called this in the original version.
0: Yeah, it, that that is technically true. Ivo Robotnik was an Americanization of uh, of the name. He was just originally a Do- he was originally just called Dr. Eggman, which <clears throat> honestly, Ivo Robotnik is a way cooler name. So,
2: yeah, you know, sometimes these things happen. <clears throat> Speaking of which, this is kind of a weird segue, because uh, in the, the trailers before the movie started, when I saw it, that was one of the trailers, the Sonic New Sonic 2. movie. I'm looking forward to it. It actually looked pretty entertaining. The first one was
0: pretty good. Like, was way better than it had any right to be. Yeah. Have I told you guys my my, my theory about... I think I did. Like, oh, about how it was like a New
2: Coke scenario, where they kind of like... Made it look extra crappy, so then they could just like make a big
0: show of. Well, you know... my my theory isn't that they made that they made <laughs> it look bad to make for to make it, or a just that they didn't show, have time, right? Was that they they released a bad looking trailer so that they could get more time to re- to actually finish the movie,
2: right? Yeah,
0: and could say and could claim that the reason for the delays was because of crowd, fan outlash, as opposed to <laughs> yeah, and, and not a uh, and and not you know. Well, we uh, we're not done yet. <laughs> it's uh, not a bad theory, honestly. That's my conspiracy theory, and I'm sticking to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not taking any questions at this time.
2: <laughs> it's funny because I could uh, you could really call that a false flag operation, considering how many flags you spin by in it, <laughs>
1: and uh, you
2: know, random ass billboards that are just there because reason. Because don't worry
1: about it. So, <clears throat> so let's see here, mine. Um, I don't call. I, I think I, I plugged uh, Starstruck last time. Yeah, you did. Uh, three
0: episodes in, still awesome, still insane. Is dimension twenty, in case people still don't mm-hmm. know what I'm talking worked about. worked out one of the th- dimension of the twenty three is three kind of like things your... that Ben yeah. won't shut up about. I was
2: going to say like that is your Final Fantasy fourteen or than. my yes.
0: or or Path of Exile.
1: Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Speaking
0: of Path of Exile, uh, it is really great right now. Um, I like how we have all carved out our things. We won't shut the hell up about <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. We we found our we found our niche. So, uh, but my my um, new Oculus game of choice um, still kicking ass on Beat Saber. But uh, my new Oculus game of choice is the um, is called Zenith: The Lost City. It is great because you don't have to run around everywhere. You can glide, which is fun, and you can you can actually change your class in the middle. Uh, but you start it at, at back at one if you go from like say um, a DPS, uh, you know, to a uh, to a tank to a, to a healer. But you keep your other ranks. So um, right now I'm working on DPS. I may go, I may tank it up a little bit. But you can only play that one class at a time. But as you go along, you can, you know, you can rank up and then that's switch switch around it also makes it so you can go through the same you can replay the same stuff it has a good replay value
0: obligatory you can do that in final fantasy 14 reference that mike hasn't made yet get out of my head (laughs) (laughs) also i was gonna say Zen more
1: like zenith the lost tv am i right (laughs) just about yeah zenith the lost apex um for those word nerds um, yep. So, I mean, that's one of mine. Um, I have another that I was thinking about. I already talked about strange horticulture, so... No, there is another. There is another. There is another. And, um...
0: I'm and, uh, playing my signal boost right now.
1: Oops. And, uh, and of course, uh, I'm going to, um, uh, you know, shout out uh, Mandalorian Season 2.5. I mean, the Book of Boba Fett.
0: Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> the um. last...
2: We'll,
1: we'll get there. Yeah.
0: We're going to work that, 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 that'll be its own episode. I'm sure. Right, I right. haven't I watched have, any have, of that
2: yet. I have opinions. So yeah. Yeah. Buckle up. That's going to be an interesting episode. <laughs> Buckle up
0: buttercup. I might involve, invite Ethan in for that. Cause he got opinions too, that he won't shut up about it. In, and in, uh, in one of the discord servers, I, I share with him. Hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's also, well, and, and you know, but also you'd have to be willing to show up, but still. Um, so, um, I am currently playing my, uh, one of my signal boosts. Um, it is a game for $2 and 99 cents on steam called vampire survivors. Hmm. Um, it is a solid little, like if this were five years ago, I would have called it a, I'd, I'd call it a flash game because it, it has that vibe. Um, not that that is a bad thing. Um, it's, uh, you just, you get to run around and try to not get killed by approaching mobs. Um, you have weapons that automatically fire according to their, uh, fire um, pattern. Mm -hmm. really do not like this guy. I just unlocked. Um, Mm -hmm. he throws knives, which is potentially cool. Um, he throws them in the direction that he is facing, which means you actually have to aim it. And I don't like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. They deal good damage, but, uh, uh, aside from that, uh, Path of Exile 3.17 came out. Um have I shown you guys uh, and for that and by you guys I mean Ben and Mike. Have you seen the the leveling tree for that game? No. Yeah, it's not. Okay, so I'm gonna turn this game off and actually, you know, be professional. Um I'm gonna throw a couple things here in the green room, real a couple images in the green room, real quick. Um where is Chrome? My Path of Exile stuff is um
1: so are we all still here?
0: Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, just got real quiet. Sorry. Um, I'm just gonna throw links into places here. That is what I just sent you is a link to the to an image of the skill tree for Path of Exile. The reason that this matters is they added another one that I have just said uh, put another link to. The second one is just for the end game. Good lord. Where is this? So, um. Is it in the green room or? It's in the green room. Yeah, got it. Um, the first one is the leveling passive tree. Um, each one of those little circles is a thing that you can select, and it, it's the Sphere Grid from Final Fantasy X. And then they added another one for the Atlas of Worlds, which is the end game uh, content for Path of Exile. This was their new. Uh, I, I I had said two weeks ago that they have that they had plans for this is where this is our big big update to the end game um expansion oh dear lord were they not lying
1: so uh, are you supposed to try to get all of these or somebody? no you
0: you only get you, you only get a set number of points that you can spend so you have to pick and choose which ones you want you earn points and spend them along the paths of exile like um here we will share our screen up so, like this is the atlas tree, right? You'll start down here, and you can go up this way. You'll notice you have a total. Like once you earn all of the possible points, you can earn a hundred and twenty-eight of them. Um, so it is impossible to to select everything. But let's say I really want to focus on this blight mechanic up here. Well, I gotta go up and take these these uh, nodes on the on the path.
1: And you gotta take at least what. 5, 6, 7, 8, 19, 11, 12, 13, You gotta take 15. travel notes to get there, yeah. I mean, like 20, yeah. Well, you have 128 points. Which does not seem to be
0: nearly enough. Eh. You know, it depends on what you want to do. This here is the one that I am working towards. It gets everything I want. I don't care about rogue exiles or these vol site areas or delirium, so I don't need to get to those. Not only did they add an entire extra sphere grid, they also added... Four new pinnacle endgame bosses <laughs> that are blisteringly difficult. Um Lord. And uh da, 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 um and um also regular league content, uh which in this particular case is called Arch Nemesis. It's a little bit on the basic side, so it only has like a, a lot of things that can be done in it. Um but it's it's actually it actually is kind of cut and dry. It's very Okay, so uh, you can put modifiers on certain enemies and influence what their loot drops are. Um, now there's recipes that one can do with those modifiers to unlock other modifiers, and the modifiers are itemized, so you have to grind for them. But uh, it's a lot more basic than their typical things because, well, you uh, they, they 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 gave you another they gave us another sphere grid instead. <laughs> Good lord, this is this is an episode in and of itself. To be fair, yeah. I actually really do love this game, and the the amount of the amount of customization that is possible in it is one of the reasons why. Um, <clears throat> okay, but yeah, um, but mainly, but but for other games, uh, now is probably not a really great time to get into Path of Exile because um, in, because everything just changed there isn't really a very well established meta and as a result there aren't it's it's kind of the wild west at the moment um, and the game is has a pretty good has a very good community um, for helping beginners but right now the community's still figuring shit out so eh? um. <laughs>
2: well i don't know i mean that could be some of the appeal for people
0: yeah i mean if you want to get in on the ground on the ground floor of working of working shit out be, our, be, be everyone's guest. It's I mean, just. The concept
2: of meta is kind of flies in the face at the point of like massive amount uh, of customization. If you're just going to do the same job well, okay. everybody else is going to do. Meta what? isn't
0: quite the right word for it. I apologize. An understanding of. So, an understanding of, of how to best go about doing the, the sort of thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because you can do just about anything. And it's not a competitive game per se, other than there's an economy and some people like to win at the economy, but, you know, whatever. Um, but while you can do near-nigh on anything, there is, because you can do just about anything, you can go about all of the things in any number of ways, mm-hmm. and that can make things problematic because, well, mm-hmm. you, can, you can very easily potentially do things wrong. Not just suboptimally, but flat out, like, you can make do something that works for a while until you hit an absolute brick wall that you will never get past, that you could have gotten past if you had done something different. I see. It's interesting. I like the game. Um, It's the game I won't shut up. Yeah, we're kind of wandering far afield from, you know. Yeah, like Spider-Man. Spider-Man, no way way to get on the road that long way home. Right. No way home alone. Yes, that I haven't seen because we had to shoehorn that back in because uh, it was in the B-roll. No no way to take the long way home. No way to take the long way home. Supertramp is a fantastic band. So, um, we already said spoiler, Mm -hmm. Peter Parker, Spider-Man, this will, however, we will now not talk spoilers. Um, and this is sort of the cap of a trilogy as well. So how, how do we feel about things?
1: Well, overall, I think it was like the most Spider-Man movie ever, uh, on many levels. Uh, (laughs) but I mean, it was everything that Peter Parker is, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah you know
0: smart guy likes to help people
1: yeah smart kind even to the people who are trying to kill him um yeah. you, know, you know um and yeah, there's the
2: whole the whole balancing of the personal life with uh, the spider-man life
1: and all the that. spidey yeah and... you yeah, know i didn't choose the spider life the spider life chose me i and... mean
2: that's that is quite technically correct the spider bit him very true very true
0: and depending uh, on, on uh, how you read the comic, uh, on uh, who's writing the comics, it may have actually been a certain amount of fate as well. Yeah, Because <laughs> pretty much every multi every universe in the multiverse has a spider totem, mm-hmm. and most of them are Peter Parker, <laughs> or at least tangentially related to him. Right. Also, the multiverse is maybe a web... Of lies. Oh wait, that's a throne of lies. <laughs> is that where you sit these days? Oh wait. Do another episode of. Thi- have we done things that everybody agrees are good, but that, but that, that we just can't stand as an episode? Uh, I don't think so. All right, I'll put it on the list. Um, so is that
2: just like uh, one of those things where? our personal opinion goes against massive like massively
0: against popular opinion like yes
2: somebody that doesn't like say final fantasy 7 i
0: don't dislike final fantasy 7 i just don't think it's as good as final fantasy 6
2: no i i agree but that's not exactly a that's not exactly a a controversial opinion to be like it's overrated if somebody just straight up didn't like it at all that would be a controversial, thing. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well, that, that, yeah, something where where we us and the zeitgeist disagree. The example that I can think of is I really just cannot stand the Will Ferrell movie Elf. <laughs> I think it is a bad movie. Everyone seems to disagree with me. No, I I would agree with you. I am not um... okay. Well, like we are in. Ben, you and I are in the minority when it comes to that opinion. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that'll be an episode unto itself some other time, because once again, we are getting far afield, and I, and I spent list, like 30 bridges. minutes talking about... Uh, and I spent 30 minutes talking about Path of Exile. <laughs> it wasn't actually Oh, so, yeah.
2: Like um, non-spoiler
0: things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't is... any real new casting for this, which... So they can't really say, oh, man, yeah. the people they got to play Green Goblin, and... Mm-hmm. sandman those were great acts <laughs> like, <laughs> right.
2: this one is particularly difficult to talk about without getting into spoilers um uh i guess i let's see broad stroke stuff um i think they did a good job uh like transitioning from the previous movie like the the cliffhanger uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from uh far from home like i thought it was cool that they just kind of jumped right into it and had all the crazy fallout going on and mm-hmm. seeing how everybody handled it was, was interesting. Um, I, I did just
0: a r- real brief recap in case you, you know, hadn't just rewatched the movie, mm-hmm. the, the the old, the other movies, I should say. Um, I mean, the TLDR version is Spider-Man fought Mysterio and
2: Mysterio revealed spider Man's secret identity. Yep. And that's where you left off last time. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's just, um, it was cool to see them just kind of, jump right into it when so many times this is one of my pet peeves is when you have a show or a movie and it's like oh some big tumultuous things happen happens and then the next season of the show or the next movie picks up and it's like five years later and you're like ah fuck man come on (laughs) times get past all this interesting shit when i want to see how people react to it in real time no this doesn't this doesn't do that cop out. It just—it just. The it just reason right you picked
0: Did you pick five years later because of Endgame?
2: No, it was just an arbitrary amount of time, which I guess kind of proves the point because apparently that's a popular increment of time.
0: Five to six years later, yeah.
2: That's often the N- amount of time between yeah. Return of the Jedi and the beginning of the events of Season One of The Mandalorian. So I rest my case.
0: Well, it's a nice, long enough period of time that people can be like, "Okay, I have an understanding of how long," um, but doesn't feel like just. A ridiculous amount of time, if that makes sense. A few moments later. <laughs> One but, eternity uh, yeah. later. Uh,
2: but yeah, you know, just good stuff all around. Um, you know, I feel like it's just like the previous mm-hmm. movies. You've got good good acting and banter and chemistry and production values and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. You know, just the, yeah, you know, tentpole kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And so, certain things had been spoiled in the trailers, like right. the fact that you are getting you are getting people from the you you were getting the villains from the older movies. Right. Um, which is why I was like, you can't really count, comment on the casting choices because they were made right in at least one case twenty than, years yeah, ago. A, a yeah. long rest, like <laughs> yeah. how how long ago did was did Spider Man come out? I,
2: the first Sam Raimi Spider Man movie came out. Twenty years ago, two thousand two. So the wow. casting for that would have been like twenty one ish, twenty two ish years ago.
0: Well, except when the movie was in production, probably more less than. But you, whatever. That's quibbling. It is
2: quibbling because you don't know when people make their decisions. Like they could have. Oh like yeah, it's true.
0: Them. They could have cast Tobey Maguire and uh, and
2: uh, Willem Dafoe.
0: Yeah, thank you. I was completely blanking on his name. Um they could have cast just Raimi could have had them in mind for if I ever make Spider-Man years in advance as well. So,
2: and considering uh, how little Willem Dafoe changes over the years, that is very plausible. <laughs> I have to say, like it really reminded me of how perfect he is for that role. Like it's just so great. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh yeah. in
2: a combination yeah, of being the... a great actor and just having that creepy ass face. That's very golem esque.
1: And that creepy ass voice.
2: Yeah, he can really channel
0: the creep voice. Willem Dafoe is, is just a, is, is a solidly good actor. Mm-hmm. He's versatile. I feel like I've told the story about Antichrist before. Who's Ant? Uh, he was in a movie called Antichrist. Uh-huh. Um, that I had to watch for a college course at one point. <laughs> it was not a movie that I would have elected to watch. Hmm. Um, in it, n- no one actually plays the Antichrist, for one. The, it, the, the film is something of a misnomer. Uh, willem Defoe plays some uh, plays a uh a husband to a woman who is uh under who is experiencing psychological a, a psychological breakdown and uh they go out into the woods and things happen um the reason I bring this up is because in the movie um there is a scene wherein um the lead character uh the 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 lead the female lead smashes Willem Dafoe's junk with a cinder block. Ow. And it is very graphic. Um, and the reason I bring this up is because apparently that scene was nearly impossible to shoot. Yeah, because
2: now that you mentioned the cinder block thing, I I remember you talking about this. Because apparently
0: Willem Dafoe is hung so massively that no one in the cat, in in the uh, in, in the, in like in the crew, cast and crew could stop laughing about how ridiculous it was. <laughs> Interesting little bit of bizarre Willem Dafoe trivia. Um
2: well, it's much easier for the movies then that they didn't have the traditional green costume outfit. The green goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be tricky.
0: Huh, but yeah. Um, so Willem Dafoe's in this movie, uh, the guy who played uh the guy who played Sandman was in this movie. Doc Ock was in this movie. <laughs> I love how he's always the odd man out. Nobody remembers what the
2: fuck his name is. Oh so, yeah, the guy that played Sandman. Well, he,
0: he did was... a good job as Sandman. I'm not like I'm not complaining. Just I can't remember his name, but I'm also bad with names. So right, I never remember his name either. Um, uh, well, and the funny thing I, is, is, as I was, was thinking about it, we've had we got villains from, and, and we're every... talking Thomas
1: Hayden Church from uh, from. Uh, Wings. That was where he was originally in.
0: I've never watched Wings. No,
1: it was it was out for a
0: while. <laughs> yes, I know. Um but I've and it, it, you're talking about the TV show, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like aware 20s, of Wings. I have just never watched like it. 80s? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well,
1: and he's even gotten an Academy Award nod for
0: uh Sideways. So, you know. Oh yeah, he was in Sideways. Oh yeah, I totally
2: forgot he was in that. That's <laughs> <Right>. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's definitely uh, one of
2: those oh yeah actors. Yeah, um, like like you've seen him in so many things and then somebody actually points it out and you're like, "Oh shit, you're right." Yeah. Right?
1: Which I mean, Sideways was was just so weird, you know.
0: A good movie though. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Really- it just it was it was so just uh, such an unusual premise and it just did so well. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. You know, love what it did. I haven't even seen it, but it's just like, this is all about wine? You know, or you know.
0: Well, it's sort of all about wine. Right, yeah. That's off- yeah. That, that's awfully reductionist. I mean, it just you know
1: it had a big impact on the wine industry. I know that. I remember.
0: Yes. So But uh as I was thinking about it, no, we, we had villains from every non um every non Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Right, yeah.
1: Yep. Uh because we had Doc Ock, we had Sandman, we had um
0: uh Electro. Um I was thinking it was like it seems like like Toby McGuire's villains showed up a lot more, but then I was like, oh right, that's because um there were a lot more of there them. There were there were more <laughs> of them. Yeah. I'm just well, glad we didn't get Topher graces the, Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well we don't even you know
2: you don't get into like the new green goblin or whatever, you know, it's like right. yeah. yeah. You can pad the but, numbers.
1: Right. Now do I recall correctly that we we still saw um no that was in a different movie, wasn't it? Um we still saw uh Tombs, Adrian Tombs from uh Holland's movie. But that was in something else. No, that wasn't that's that's that, gonna that's gonna be in uh, Morb- uh, Morbius. Yeah.
2: That's probably what you're thinking of. You yeah, know, there that's was what Morbius Morbius was, right. You know. Which, actually, you know, I mean, trailers are trailers, so you can't trust them. But it looked better right? than I thought it would.
0: Yeah. Right? <laughs> because better better
2: I, right. I had, like, zero interest in seeing
0: that movie. So, I... I... <sighs> Just like Jared Leto, I think mm-hmm. I've said this on on the podcast before. Yep. Yeah, many times. So I'm not going to go back into it. Uh, I feel like what you, we've danced a around. Yes, I should ask you that. What do you think
2: about the lead singer to Thirty Seconds to Mars? I
0: don't You're particularly like guy. Thirty Seconds to, Ma- to Mars much either. Um, <laughs> and I and I formed this opinion independent of my dislike of of Jared Leto as a human. being. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm just being uh, cheeky.
0: I know, but uh, I thought I would also just play along a bit. Anyhow, um, I feel like we've uh, said all there really is to say. In, yeah, there's not a whole lot to say. There's really not almost. much to say in non-spoiler territory because, um, I mean, I guess like you know, it kind
2: of is obvious. But if you like the other Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, then you'll like this one yeah. too. Go see it already. Yeah. yeah,
0: I like I I th- I said that Spider Verse is the best. Um, Spider Man movie and I stand by that, that assessment.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: I'd say this is easily a solid either number two or number three. Depending on where you like to put Spider Man two. Insert solid number two joke here. <laughs> I don't get enough of those. Irritable bowel syndrome's a bitch. Uh so now there will be music and then there will be um and then there will be spoiler. Boy, wasn't that music great that was awesome okay. just reminded you of all the things i don't know if that was a minute but it should have been long enough for me to be able to find it in the waveform that's the main reason we, we i want to pause this longer than perhaps usual um in um when we're recording on this because I, I don't i can't swap change up the the file so mike brought up a good point and that is that trailers lie mm-hmm. so do actors and other such people um the trailers did a very good job of not showing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the movie. Very true. They actually didn't. We're not in that. The the one that showed them uh, was actually fan made. It just looked really convincing.
1: Well, and and the thing about it is, is that they there is so much of the movie that goes by before they show up.
0: Right. That's yeah. that, Very true. They, they really they don't, show up in the in the last in the last little bit as mostly. Mm-hmm. A crap ton of fan service that I am not complaining about, right?
1: Movies, being like, one of the fans they service, wait, that didn't come out right. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's they the thing is, is that it didn't rely on them being there to sell the entirety of the movie. Yeah,
0: it, yeah. What, it is really interesting looking back, um, mm-hmm. on especially interviews with Andrew Garfield, who's had a pretty prolific career, mm-hmm. um, and everyone. And for, like, the last two years, everyone's been asking him, so, are you in Spider-Man? And most often, he tried to tiptoe around it. Mm-hmm. But there were a few times where he just flat out said, no, I'm not, and was lying. <laughs> Liar. Liar! Now, of course, the the reason for that was because he was under a massive NDA, yep. Um Because everybody, because everybody wanted, you know, everybody at, 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 uh, at, at Marvel Sony wanted it to be a surprise, right? Um,
1: (laughs) The surprise it wasn't, but still,
0: despite the the fact that everyone knew, like anyone who, who follows industry, um, industry, uh, what you call it? Um, news publications, uh, I was going to say gossip. Yeah. That's the one I wanted industry rumors knew that they were going to be in it because they had been filmed on because they had been photographed on set. Yeah. Same with uh, Charlie Cox showing up as, as uh, like when it came down to it, Charlie Cox showing up as, uh, as daredevil mm-hmm. was the thing that I was, less convinced was going to happen
1: right well and everybody was everybody was pegging the wrong scene that they're going oh it's charlie cox's daredevil uh you know with the police station and that that didn't happen
0: there no no he's just consulting with them at home at home although he does he is definitely still you know daredevil (laughs) yeah i was gonna say um mojo can't think of matt murdoch avocado at law um because right. he catches a brick, right?
1: <laughs> <And> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, how you did you, you do that? I'm, I'm a, a very, very good lawyer. Good
0: lawyer.
1: <laughs> it's like lawyer powers activate. I don't know <laughs> any lawyers that can just catch it, and throw it through the window. Now Hawkeye, on the other hand, on the other hand, can do that. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, good. no, it's uh, it was it was for just a cameo. He did such a good job.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's partially because he was just born to play that role.
1: This is true. I mean, well, I mean the, the guy lost roles because he was so good at portraying a blind guy
0: that he, <laughs> he forgot. Well, you know one of the, one of the reasons he was so good at, at playing a blind guy, right? Well, because he had contact lenses and so he couldn't see. That's correct. He blinded himself to play daredevil <laughs> Right? But uh,
1: but yeah, no, is um so I mean, yeah, the the uh But, and and the introduction of the other Spider-Men was Mm -hmm. so well handled. Ned having magic was pretty cool. Right. That was nifty, you know, getting the, uh, getting, uh, and the other part. Spider Man outdoing Doctor Strange with the power of math.
0: Mathematics. That's right.
1: (laughs) Geometry is cool.
0: I thought that was so
2: funny because, like, that goes back to the original Strange comics from like the 70s, where it's like everything is all fucking geometric shapes. And it was kind of like a wink and a nod to like mm -hmm. the original source material. Yeah, right. I mean, you already well, see that in the Strange, the original Strange movie, but like right. to explicitly call it out like that, it's like they know it's
1: like okay. well, yeah, and, and the funny it's, thing it's, is, is uh, <laughs> if you if you've watched the the second Jumanji, one of the characters' strengths means
0: uh, <laughs> Hey, everybody, this is Neil from the Far Future editing the episode. Finally, so it was at this point when our dear recording bot Craig um, stopped working the first time. Um, there will be another slight pause where it stopped working the second time. I apologize for how disjointed the audio will be here, um, but yeah, um, that's, that's, that's what we got. Sorry. Anyhow, we'll pick up where um, we got Craig back up and running. Okay, so we just lost Craig. I've got a new Craig going. Um, what were you saying, Ben, before we were so rudely interrupted by the bot losing connection? um benedict cumberbatch
1: oh yeah yeah scooby-doo this shit please (laughs)
2: you know he's always had his sass but i feel like ever since his interactions with uh tony that mm -hmm. it's like kind of cranked up to the next level you know
1: right well that and and you know having been gone for five years you know
0: i also like how he's not the sorcerer supreme because of a technicality (laughs) yeah that was funny
1: (laughs) And' like, uh,
0: well, wasn't around, so yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, long, yeah, Wong took over,
0: <laughs> although I would think that he should have gotten it right back because it's supposed to be you know the strongest sorcerer on the on on the plane,
2: yeah, one would think <clears throat> maybe the I don't know, I don't know what all the arcane rules are, so to speak. <laughs> maybe uh, i see what you did there yeah thank you <laughs> maybe there's some sort of amount of time or something that has to happen before there can be sort of yeah. challenge or repositioning or whatever i don't really know and i don't really care yeah. right way, can we take a moment to appreciate that the name of both of those actors is benedict what is the what are the odds of that I mean, really.
0: <laughs> right i think the, the the thing that i appreciate more is that Benedict Wong plays Wong. Right. Well, that's even weirder. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: Although not yes. that weird, because it's a fucking common-ass name. Yeah. But still, like they're both Benedict, and he plays a guy named Wong, and his name is Wong. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now it's even weirder, because he's the Sorcerer Supreme, who's played by Benedict, and his name is Benedict Wong, and he's Wong. Right.
0: And oh dear, I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah. Um, doctor. So, a couple things that I, like, that I will... Continue to say pretty much always, um, Andrew Garfield is still my favorite. Um, it's still my favorite Peter Parker, and I I find that so weird. I'm sorry, no, no, he's not my favorite Peter Parker. I'm sorry, he's my favorite Spider Man. -Man. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say because he's like very much he's he's always been so quippy. Um, he's like,
2: he's like this cool handsome mm-hmm. dude and it's like no that's never been peter parker i just right, didn't no. really understand that the casting baffled me when the amazing spider-man movie yeah. came out No, um, i will i will grant you this i <clears throat> i do think he's an excellent spider-man in costume mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like as a peter parker i'm not
0: buying it yeah you're right I right. Spoke. That's my yeah
1: opinion. no tom holland to me is still the best peter um because he's still got that earnest genius, you know he does. He does deliver mm-hmm. that earnest genius. I do uh,
0: like how they all manage to uh, be awesome Peter Parkers. I oh think
2: yeah, I'd have to rewatch the Amazing Spider-Man to kind of decide like which one I think is the best. But like we're talking overall package, not just the mm-hmm. Spider-Man aspect or just the Peter Parker aspect. I still think Tom Holland is the best overall.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Uh, Holland yeah, is probably the best overall Spidey man. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I, I liked Tom I McGuire, you know, but as you know, you're basically picking your favorite of three very good, uh, you yeah. know. Well, uh, let's be honest here. He
2: was too fucking old. Like he's yeah. he's playing Spider Man and is like he starts as a senior in high school and it's like nah, no, no bro, you're you're, you're like
0: you're like forty. Uh, this is yeah. like some
2: Beverly Hills shit for real. I, I, like, I, who do you I, think
0: you are, Tori mm, Spelling? Right? I did absolutely love how uh, they referenced. Uh, Toby's bad back. Yeah, that was a great there, there, were, there. there were so many fantastic just nods and such in this movie. Um right. I love a, how
2: Flash there's... Thompson totally fucking capitalized yeah. on that shit. Like it's right. It's I mean it's a there very is... different kind of Flash yeah. Thompson, you know, instead of the um instead of the physical bully, he's like the manipulative yeah. like social media asshole kind of type person. I don't know how you encapsulate that. <laughs> yeah, a narcissist. But uh, there, there yeah.
0: is a blink and you'll miss it. Um, what you call it? Um, Spider Men pointing at each other. Oh, really? I reference. was wondering about that because it yeah. did
2: occur to me. Like, oh, wait a minute. This movie is just one big Spider Man meme where they all point at each other.
0: They uh, so apparently. Uh, so th- th- it was in the lab while they were working on fi- on, on finishing countermeasures. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's just a very brief thing where. It was already in the script where where someone where where Ned says, "Hey, Peter," and they all respond. But um, Garfield apparently was like, "You know what we can do?
2: Yeah. Why don't we just point and then we'll have it? We'll have the well. Shot. No, it'd be like to me,
0: <laughs> no him, and had them all point at someone else, right? <laughs> and just play to the meme, and then like I said, it is a blink and you'll miss it moment, mm-hmm. and it is just so That's great. Amazing. Ah,
2: amazing um, I did, that was just such a great bit though like mm-hmm. <laughs> i love how they they just kind of kept going where it's like uh how exactly did that go he was like uh, he was like spider uh, he was like i don't know it was like spider-man then peter and he's like no we're all peter and like they just had to keep elaborating yeah. right <laughs> it was it was like a
1: who's on first routine <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> and oh uh, yeah
2: that's he was like peter and they're like yeah and he's like peter parker and they're like yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) spider-man yeah yeah Yeah. uh Uh,
0: um also um the the scene where they uh where they finally all decide to start working together Mm -hmm. and they web swing off of each other Mm -hmm. that's just so fucking cool
1: yeah well that and the whole idea where, you know, where it's Andrew Garfield, uh, who stops Peter Toby from, uh, I mean, sorry, stops, uh, Peter, uh, from killing green goblin. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, that's because according to his backstory, he got, uh, really dark. He got really dark after his, uh, after St- Gwen Stacy died, apparently. Yeah. And yeah. Well, that was
2: the other thing too, is when, um, the uh the m j that's not Mary Jane was falling to her doom, and he's the one to rescue her and it's like super emotional for him, right, yeah, then she's like, Are you okay <laughs> right and That was funny, but yeah, it was a good mm. character moment i like I like how they're just all kind of like on that that high rise scaffolding or whatever you want to call it, and they're all just kind of like shooting the shit, like yeah you know getting getting ready and talking about shit, and it's how it's just blowing his mind that the Avengers are a thing. Right. <laughs> I thought that was pretty
0: funny. <laughs> this is Editor Neil recording from the future again. Uh, this is where Craig died the second time. Um, we then had to record again on a separate day, so I'm not sure exactly where things fell apart, um, but we'll, when we come back again, we're going to be starting fresh. Sorry again. Okay, so um, depending how I edited this... Um, which I probably just slapped everything together because I'm lazy. Um, This is us picking up after experiencing technical difficulties when our recording bot, Greg, uh, decided that he didn't want to listen to us talk anymore. Um, As I recall, because we are now recording this... uh, How many days later? About a week, almost a week. Many days later, like a week or two. (laughs) Uh, As I recall, we were talking about... uh, We were in spoiler territory for the uh for the movie so we're in spoiler territory in case you forgot somehow um
2: peter parker is spider-man am i doing it right
0: yeah peter parker indeed. is spider-man three times now you can say it Be- mike
2: indeed Spiderception.
0: and also uh <clears throat> charlie cox is uh, matt murdoch a really good lawyer yes a very, <laughs> he's a rude lord I love dude.
2: that scene that was so great I'm a very good and
0: fan. actually the uh further information has come out since uh that which is uh the Netflix shows are leaving Netflix and there has been confirmation from Kevin feige that uh they're going to they're going to do more Daredevil with Charlie Cox as Daredevil. um yeah. Punisher is uh with John Barenthal is apparently gonna show up on Hulu. Um, really? yeah. So like I- I'm just kind of waiting for some sort of information about a continuation of uh Luke Cage at this point. And I couldn't care if we were if we continued uh Iron Fist or not. You're living
2: yeah. at Jessica Jones. Right? Jessica
0: Jones was the only one that I felt actually came to a satisfactory ending and yeah, could theoretically it. just be. That is
2: that is one thing i'll say but i mean you have to remember that this is like comics and superhero entertainment they'll never uh you know they'll never leave something done even if it's a perfect nothing's ever
0: done that's fair yeah
2: but i do agree with you i feel like i feel like that had a fairly good like you know solid resolution
0: freaking freaking luke cage was the one that pissed me off the most because i was really looking forward to whatever was going to happen next with him now running Harlem's paradise.
2: Yeah. That was like, it was, it was, one of those things where it's like a really interesting, like cliffhanger or not exactly a cliffhanger, but like teaser, you know, of things to come. Yeah, and then
0: just everything. Nothing happened. Had, Cause everything had changed. Yeah. It was looking good. Uh, like there's no guarantee that it'll happen, but since it is leaving uh, Netflix, that means that um, production rights are back up in the air
2: yeah we'll see what happens
0: and distribution rights because like if that was why that was why there wasn't anything yet because netflix had exclusive distribution rights for a little bit
2: so spider-man yeah spider-man sorry right so, um
1: spidey i am
0: just i am so, like i I am sick of people forcing pathos on peter by killing one of his parents <laughs> figures yeah
2: Yeah, I hear you.
1: Like,
0: yeah. He didn't need to kill
1: Aunt May. Right. Unless, of course, this was setting up for another one more day situation. I hope not.
2: Perish the thought.
0: Although, apparently, like, some of the rumblings here is that uh, not only are we going to be dealing with King, but we might be dealing with Mephisto, like, specifically in Multiverse of Madness. Um, It makes
1: a certain amount of sense.
0: And, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, um, the whole I need magic, I need people to magically forget things mm-hmm. is, while not exactly the same, it's a similar beat to uh to one more day Because one of the things that uh, that Mary Jane got out of uh, selling her marriage to the devil, because those are words that make sense. I um, don't expect to say out loud was uh, that everybody forgot that Peter revealed his secret identity uh, during the civil war, uh, the first civil war, because now they've done civil war two in comics. So right. there, there are smack there, there, there is the, the Sousson of, uh, of one more day within the whole, I need you to magically make, I, I, I need, I need magic to undo a thing I did.
1: Right. Mm. <clears throat> undo my dumb. Mm -hmm.
0: Although, in this particular case, it wasn't what he did, but someone else um, doing it to him, but yeah.
2: Remember when I said that comics don't leave well enough alone and stuff? Civil War 2, Electric Boogaloo, I rest my case. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway.
0: You know, I've actually seen both break-in movies. Why? It's one of those things that that, that, that you do when you're me. Curiosity. Yeah. The first one's not bad. The second one... Makes it like the second one, which is electric boogaloo doesn't make any sense. Like well, that's, it, I
2: mean, that's part of the uh, yeah. meme, right? I mean, that's why Somewhat, it's, yes. it's like, when it's like a corny or unnecessary sequel or whatever.
0: Yeah. Right. Cause it undoes like the ending of the first movie. And, but we're not here to talk about breaking. I'm getting distracted. I apologize. Um, I loved, uh, I know we mentioned this in the last one, but I do want to say it again. Um, at least I think I know we talked about it at least in the in the B-roll, but I loved how apparently uh Garfield was responsible for uh some of some of the blocking of the scene where they say, Hey Peter, who, what, me? And and they all they all do a point at each other. They were wow. directly referencing the uh the meme. And apparently Andrew Garfield was responsible for the block in there.
2: a <laughs> the good old cartoon Spidey, yeah. multiple Spidey-men meme. Multi-spi-
0: Multi-Spidey moment. Which they Spider-Man. also referenced in uh, Spider-Verse, which you should really see, Mike.
2: Yeah, I'll, go, I'll I, get around to it eventually.
0: I think it's on Netflix. I have the DVD. It is just a very good movie. And by very good movie, I, would, I mean it's probably the best Spider-Man movie. That has been made. I am willing to go out on that limb.
2: Die on that hill. It's all on the short list.
0: Uh, so yeah, they kill Aunt May. Um to af- play devil's a-
2: advocate a little bit, a little manifesto wordplay. <laughs>
0: um, I see what you did there. Oh ho, ho ho.
2: Um, it does um it does kind of like free up like where Peter slash Spider-Man goes with his life and the story, because he's not like obligated and like tied down to immediate family anymore he's just kind of out there on his own you know what i mean yeah he's okay. just, like, going to college and like all these things are changing and you know and now like if aunt may has gone then he's not like you know hanging around all the time literally and figuratively like worrying about her mm-hmm. doing stuff for her or whatever he's not like defined by her anymore right aside from yeah. obviously you know the lesson I, he lessons he's had and you know their history but you know what i mean right yeah, yeah.
0: something about Great power and responsibility and something. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention.
2: Great
1: this, great that.
2: I will say, though, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of... It's a little tedious that you have to literally go through that that moment again, just with her as a stand-in instead of Uncle Ben, yeah. because it's like at this point I feel like he's been Spider-Man long enough and he's went through enough shit, like you know the Infinity War, that he knows the fucking lesson. Like he doesn't need to be taught right. the lesson. Yeah.
1: Like what the fuck? Well, <laughs> like I think I think we actually see the need for that in um, Far From Home, yeah, because he wanted to be your friendly with Spider-Man and he avoided doing what he needed to, um, which you know i think that was the uh kind of the, the takeaway from that mhm i don't know
2: i don't think it's a great idea to like bequeath a bunch of deadly um mm-hmm. technology that's astronomically expensive to a teenager
0: well it immediately got taken away from him in in at the beginning of of the of no way home got yeah but tony didn't know,
2: tony didn't know that shit was going to happen
0: yeah i'm
2: just saying it was a bad decision <laughs> on his part yeah.
0: the thing that i don't understand is um why Stark Industries got in trouble over Tony being, you know, Tony. Tony. <laughs>
3: right? Yeah. Well,
0: that's that's the part that doesn't make very much sense to me. It's like, yeah, so Tony made a super weapon by himself, apparently, and got it into orbit somehow. But like, the whole deal of it uh, of just like Honestly, the the more you, th- the, if you spend any real time thinking about Iron Man at all, then it stops making like any sense.
2: Well, I mean, he's basically a technology wizard did it. Yeah. Like that's essentially the Iron Man thing when it comes to like, you know, right? his various MacGuffins and connections. Yeah. Uh, right. He is the wizard MCU. who did it.
1: I mean, in theory, I mean, Tony Tony Stark could literally pick up a satellite, put it on his back, fly into space, drop it off, and then he'll come back home in time for once. Who the hell is running Stark Industries anyway?
0: Pepper?
2: I mean, I know she, there's her, but like, I mean, you know, you'd think needs some sort of
1: like- An actual CEO? Or whatever. Right? Because he sure as hell can't trust the board. <laughs> what happened yeah, the last time.
0: But it wasn't Spidey. really just, it wasn't the board. It was just Obadiah staying, you know.
1: Right, but um, still, I mean, we look at it, the whole thing. Um, going back to Spidey, though, mm-hmm. the whole end of that, the whole end of that thing, is Spider-Man. One hundred percent. You know, he makes the decision. He makes the hard decision. Yeah, that basically, you know, is harder on him than anybody else. I,
0: I have I have said before, and I will say again, people. One of these days, Peter ought to just you know get a break. <clears throat>
1: well, that's where we get the. That's where he we doesn't get ever get uh, to be
0: happy, and I, I think that's a real shame.
1: Well, I think that's eh, where we I, get the, I think that's where we get the uh, Spider Girl, uh, you know, universe.
0: I mean,
2: I think he gets a break from time to time. I think it may be a little hyperbolic,
1: right? Well, a long time ago, I read a what if um, the pos posited that Peter got the Captain Cosmos power, Uh-huh. and basically. Because it is essentially a danger, it's a danger magnet, you know, uh, power. It never left St- uh, Peter because he would always do the right thing. He would always make use of it. <clears throat> He became basically the Green Lantern, which is really kind of what the Co- Captain Cosmos power is.
0: Yeah. Because Peter will always,
1: always, always, always do
0: the right thing. Now, sometimes, it's Except for the three or four times that he doesn't, and then he's immediately summarily uh, punished for it by fate for his hubris right
2: someone dying or being terribly injured or some other cataclysmic thing
0: right
1: so yeah i mean it's it's one of those things of peter doesn't get to pull a tony stark and do something for you know for
0: his own gratification and get away with it, right
2: yeah the thing about um the thing about i
0: always felt thought was a shame is is what i'm saying mm
2: -hmm. with um with peter it's like I don't know. It seems like like the day-to-day stuff is always like it's always like oh man he can't catch a break because it's like one mm-hmm. moment you have J Jonah, you know, decrying the evils of Spider-Man or underpaying him for his pictures or whatever and mm-hmm. then you have like, you know, him trying to do all this stuff when there's so many hours in the day as far as like juggling Spider-Man, being Peter Parker yeah. and all this shit and catching shit for being late when he's like saving people's lives and all this stuff. Right? But it's like there's the day-to-day st- I I don't know. I guess it kind of depends on mm-hmm. like at what point in life are you talking if you're talking about like young peter like relatively close to this point in his life then yes Mm -hmm. i would agree like he's constantly getting the shaft like there's no (laughs) there's no bones about it but like a little later in life like he gets you know like if we're talking like traditional spider-man like married to mary jane and like you know she Mm -hmm. knows and stuff like that it's like okay well it's like you know he's got a hot loving wife and he's Mm -hmm. doing what he wants to do he's really fulfilled with what he does and, like, the fact that, yeah, he doesn't have a bunch, well, I don't know, Mayor Jane might get rich at some point in your career, but he doesn't have a lot of money, like, for the most part. But mm-hmm. the thing is, he doesn't care, and he's satisfied, you know? Like, right. it's kind of funny that we're talking about, you know, um, Tony and, you know, mm-hmm. Peter as characters, because, like, Tony's a billionaire, but he's, like, constantly tortured, right? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the time, like, he hates himself, or he's, like, battling alcoholism, or whatever it is. But even though uh, Peter has a lot of hardships and stuff, whether it be the Peter side of him or the Spider-Man side of him, he's just like a person who's mainly at peace with himself, right? Right. Like, he knows who he is. He's proud of who he is. And he, you know, like, he's not constantly, like, second-guessing himself. Like, he might, you know, sometimes he'll be too hard on himself. Like, oh, I could have, you know, I could have saved person A or I could have done yeah, this I was going to that. say that
0: that is, that that is something you can't ignore. He... Yeah, he is always he, he, he is always racked with regret over what could have been like right. that. That is a standard thing about that's true. Our boy, Peter.
2: That's that's the one. Yeah, I would say that's his Achilles heel is that he's way too hard on himself. Like he yeah. can't just, you know, accept that you can't save everybody or do everything or please everyone all the time. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But it's going to keep he's that's not going to keep trying. And, you know, on the one hand, you know, you got Peter who you know, is living on a budget, can't seem to catch a you know, the big breaks, but by the same token, this is also the kid who saves the world on a regular basis, you know. Yeah. And that's, you know, that I think that goes a long way towards him being a you know? I guess you could H, say please, that it's you've 100%. been to
0: space. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: I, I guess you could say what we're uh you know, we're kind of talking about at this point about him like, you know, mm-hmm. trying to take on too much or like being guilty regretful or whatever that kind of does tie into some of the main like uh plot of this movie in the sense that with the immediate aftermath of his identity being found out and like Mm -hmm. yeah what he was going through sucked but he was more worried about how it was affecting everybody else and so he did the wrong thing but for the right reason you know
1: well and the other part of it was uh for instance when he got the uh you know the um got back into uh mit it was because he did something incredibly selfless you know when he saved the the admissions the admissions director <laughs> um you know and he he saved her ass you know and she was like y- you know you're more than welcome to come back you know come to harvard uh or mit mit yeah mit um, no
0: instead he's going to end up having to go to uh to uh, esu right which is also which is
1: established comic yeah. history Right. And the rest is history.
0: Spider-Man has to go to Empire State University. You know, the thing that doesn't exist.
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah. It is always kind of funny when you have these like fictional things within actual city.
0: Yeah. Right. And and if I might digress again, why does anyone ever commit crime in New York in the Marvel universe? Because they're going to be the guy that beats Spider-Man.
2: I don't know it's like which is the which is the um bigger mystery like why does anyone attempt crime there or why do people keep moving there like when it's constantly <laughs> both small and big scale insanity with the crime and the world ending the flavin
0: Yeah, well people moving there makes a little bit more sense than attempting to commit street level crime that's fair because just, just like super let's like let's ignore edge. super crime Let's. I'm yeah. just talking about, like, okay. street-level crime.
2: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Because I wouldn't want to pick the pocket of someone when Iron Man, Daredevil, The Punisher, Spider-Man, The Fantastic Four, whichever Avengers happen to be in town... <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like if you're going to commit crime, like you'd think it'd have to be like some sort of like cybercrime or white collar shit or something. You can't be running around like stealing cars and like grabbing purses and shit. shit, Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: (laughs) The risk to reward
2: ratio is bullshit. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: She-Hulk, the heroes Mm -hmm. for hire. Yeah, there's like Um...
2: several teams dedicated on the street level. So (laughs) it's like, (laughs) come on. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's
1: job security for them. Good Lord. Right. <laughs> but, you know, and, and, um, but by the same token, you know, when I, when I think about that, I mean, what if it's that dude that, you know, basically, um, <clears throat> I mean, muggers and shit like that, yeah, you know, Daredevil, then we're going to show up, beat the crap out of you, and go away, you know, um, but the little stuff like shoplifting or, you know, stuff like that, drug dealing, they're, they're not always going to catch because there's, you know, there's no comic, uh, there's no comic, um, what's the word I can, mean? uh, you know, scenery to it. The, uh, no theat
2: theatricality or whatever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Drama. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so back to the movie. Um,
2: yeah, we're talking right? about New York and close yeah. enough. Right, um, right. I
0: also like that. Th- th- there were so many things that, that were, that were thrown in and peppered in specifically as fan service that I, that I appreciated because they were, they were little things that like you didn't necessarily mm-hmm. like, that 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 didn't necessarily like it's it it it's the definition of fan service, which is just just your little odds and ends that are that help to flesh things out. In so, this yeah. particular case, like um mm-hmm. like uh Toby Spider Man saying you know complaining about having a bad back.
2: That's exactly what I was thinking of when you mentioned that, the back
1: pain. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And then having you know, and then basically you know, giving each other you know advice and things like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
2: I love that scene where they're just kind of like shooting the shit, like on that uh on that building or scaffolding or whatever the hell, wherever yeah. they had up there. Getting um, re- yeah. well, it
0: was on the it was on the uh the Statue of Liberty. Uh, yeah, that's right. Construction, because giving the Statue of Liberty of Captain America's shield makes so much sense. I, I, I mean, after the musical. I- i still haven't actually (laughs) watched hawkeye that's That's, that's (laughs) another one of those things that that is that that is on my list of why haven't i gotten to this yet
2: i can ironically say that musical is the best part of it it's just so funny it's just so ridiculous
1: and it's so unintentionally funny well i don't know i know i think it's
2: very intentional
1: well i mean on its its own right on its own right it takes itself seriously because it's a broadway musical well, that's you the know.
2: thing is that that's why it's funny. See, I, yeah. it's like an Inception thing because it's like there. The, the to boil it down. Mm-hmm. The reason why it's so funny is because mm-hmm. that level of ridiculousness is so plausible. Like right? if what actually happened happened. Like if mm-hmm. the event happened, you know, in, in our yeah. reality, then I would totally see there being some stupid musical about it, especially right. considering that's... it's New York and Broadway and everything, you know, so exactly.
1: I think that's why it, it meets the so bad it's good criteria. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that it, it, it takes itself seriously enough uh that it's you know, that it's not intended to be bad.
2: Well, and there's those things In where it's, its own, like it's yeah. like, oh god damn, that's so cheesy, but yet so clever. You yeah. have to respect it. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. It's just crazy enough it might work. <laughs> so, Something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was, that was one of the, yeah, that was one of the best gags of the whole Hawkeye, uh, thing, you know? Yeah. And.
0: I'd have to take your words for it. Oh yeah.
2: It's like the matrix. One has to see it for themselves. Right.
1: I can't tell you what, the what the music you have to say, so.
0: I've seen it referenced. Mm-hmm. Because unless it's a movie that I'm planning on going see, going seeing, like I don't mm-hmm. really like bother to avoid spoilers for the miniseries, even mm-hmm. though I don't watch them until they're all the way out. It's not like mm-hmm. I don't care,
1: right? Well, it is, you know. And in terms of Spider Man, um, the other thing I think I like about it is that they they've taken the event, they've taken the blip, and they've made it such a part of of the continuity in that,
0: that, you know, <laughs> sorry. What? I, I'm just remembering, uh, in, uh, far from home, mm-hmm. the, 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 put upon teacher, right. Who, where everything know, was witches. Well, no, 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 no. The one where, where his wife pretended to be blipped so that she could just leave him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now that's, that's a level of brilliance. I'm sitting here going, Wow! <laughs> Turns out my wife wasn't blipped. She just left. Left me.
1: How many people do you think actually did that? You know.
0: I mean, you know, what if you need, to, you need to, you need to disappear chance. or go off grid, right? <laughs> you know, the mob money.
1: Oh, yep, I was blipped. That's what it was. Then everybody comes back. Fuck.
2: Right. <laughs> well, it would be really funny if somebody somebody did get blipped and then they came back and it's like, oh hey, you still owe us money. Uh, now there's another five years of interest on it.
1: <laughs> that would be a mob. That would be a bob
2: tactic,
0: yeah. It, that's definitely, yeah. Uh you 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 uh you, you know owe us you the VIG on five years <laughs> Right. Hey, I know you were there wasn't
2: any parties. interdimensional clause. Pay up, bitch.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, there was no uh I don't recall any interdimensional clause. Do you recall any interdimensional clauses, Vinny? <laughs> no, I don't. What's an interdimensional clause? Just just as yeah, it doesn't matter, just that there wasn't one. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think they did a pretty good job of kind of Mm-hmm. rolling with the punches when it comes to the big universe level crazy bullshit. Yeah. Right. I love the, um, I, I love some of the, like <clears throat> some of the older stuff from the like first two Raimi movies, like how, I, I don't know. I, I was like going into it. I was a little apprehensive. I'm like, I don't know. It's like, it's been so long. And this just seems like it's like, it's like, Oh, Hey, nostalgia bait. But it's like, they actually re- did a really good job with it. So I was fine with yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, it's surprising how well the performances hold up. And I guess it just speaks to how amazing the casting was with Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin and Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Oh, yeah,
0: no, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock is, is, like, he's just just the best part of anything he's in. So very good. It's just, it
2: was so good. And, like, I love how they kind of, they toyed with that whole, like, you know, him being initially a good person who's then like influenced by the the chip and the tentacles and all that right yeah i've always liked that, that back and forth with i've it.
0: always liked that particular interpretation of doc ock mm-hmm. as opposed to him being a bitter scientist a bitter right. failed it's scientist more,
2: it's more interesting this less cliche yeah. right because the whole oh i'm a disgruntled bad scientist like that's been done a million times
1: yeah. right yeah it's like you know half the villains in in marvel universe are scientists to begin with well and and it
2: it left it um it was interesting because it lent a lot more ambiguity to the scenes he was in Mm because you're not quite sure like where his mental state is at in a lot of at a lot of points and there's you know and him turning out to
0: actually be good well that's the um, thing that
2: yeah he was playing the long game like he was, mm. you know, because, I mean, he's similar to Peter in many ways, of course. So it's like, yeah. like one of the things right. he was doing well, is I like mean, he hmm. was using his brains to actually win mm. the fight instead of just brute strength.
3: Right. And you
2: know, how awesome was that him taking over the... Uh... The arms and using it against him. <laughs> that scene.
1: Oh, no, with, the, so with the with Na- the uh, with the new nanotech detected. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's like,
2: oh, hey, look at that.
1: <laughs> hey, look, we have toys to play with. Stop hitting yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty
1: great. Yeah, we when you have Tony Stark, yeah, you have Tony Stark level t- tech in the hands of 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 Peter Parker.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
0: New <laughs> I mean, hardware that's... detected. Huh, well, it's,
2: I just like the acknowledging of like how much more advanced the shit is in this like dimension universe. or like universe or what are they called right. anyway? Multiverse. So I guess this universe the reality, this reality dimension. I don't know, this this reality? Reality. Yeah. I don't know what the proper terminology. Is. Uh, right.
0: I think usually they use either uh, dimension. Usually they use dimension, if I recall correctly. Right. You know, it's Marvel dimension. 616 is the standard Marvel dimension. Right. So, yeah, see this, you, this is, it's, is its own is like Marvel way dimension,
2: beyond, way beyond the like you know yeah. like the first yeah. um, like iterations I, of the tentacle tech or what have you yeah yeah.
0: well I mean that that's also somewhat true because like uh, the in spider-man 2 and the Raimi spider-man um, they were cumbersome prosthetics that right that you know were animatronic and had to be puppet a puppet operated mm-hmm Uh, whereas in this one, they got to be like full on mocap crap.
2: Well, and it's also just kind of meta because it's been almost 20 years since Spider-Man two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was like 2000. And
0: I saw an interview that Milena gave and was like, man, if we had had this back when (laughs) (laughs) my day,
2: (laughs) but you got to give him props, like, uh, no pun intended with how well they did with the, you know. Tools they had. And oh, sometimes, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes it winds up better because it's like necessity being the mother of inventions. Kind of like with Deadpool, the first Deadpool movie where they had a relatively limited budget. So they just had him, they had that big like montage with all the crazy shit. And then he just forgets the bag and they have to have yeah. a more basic scene. <laughs> right. But it just worked so perfectly. It was such a Deadpool thing.
1: Yeah. And, and with, um yeah, and with this, I mean, he was largely on his own. It was, and, this is the other thing. Strange must have known something was going on, because he's going, "Hey, you know what? You three teenagers, fix this. You know, Scooby, do this shit, um, you know, please." And he leaves this to a group of teenagers. I mean, what the hell? You know,
0: how well, he is this? at all
2: the possibilities, and that was the only one in which it actually worked out. Except he can't <laughs> right? do that anymore. He, he doesn't can't have do the that. Eye yeah. Eye yeah. I know he doesn't have the eye. Right. But you know that's the joke. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, actually, me.
1: That's the joke. (laughs) This was one of this was one of the realities he saw. (laughs) So, so
2: yeah. Yeah. On the topic of like CG and practical effects and stuff, I feel like the movie did a good job of like using the strengths of the tech without being like um, Mm -hmm. I don't know a slave to it or whatever. You know, it wasn't like oh hey, let's Mm -hmm. just do a bunch of stuff for the sake of doing a bunch of stuff. Right. Yeah. It felt you know it still felt real. It felt grounded, despite how you know bananas the premises right just sometimes hard to pull off yeah but it's a spider-man movie so you have to try to do that right
1: right well i I love that i think right i I love that the the actual plot point came from the villains you know in that i think it was doc Ock who pointed out that all of us die you know right you know all of all of them all of them died um and that's what, of course, leads Peter to wanting to do the right thing, save them all, you know.
2: Well, it gets in a weird philosoph- philosophical territory because it's like, is that the right thing if that's their destiny? Like, right. Yeah. Like, are you acting as God at that point? Like, I don't right. know. Also,
0: do is they not okay still to- just die when they get back to their
1: main reality? Well, if they don't die fighting them, then maybe not. Depends. Well, actually, they get, yeah, because it gets they get pulled out right at the point where that happens um so yeah it's yeah i don't
2: know it's hard to say and then you know you have the whole butterfly effect thing of like okay well if they don't then just die then what happens like and
0: and like so many uh things with multiversal and time travel implications the uh the mst3k mantra really applies very well which is don't think about it too hard just relax. It's just a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Indeed. Yeah. yeah, you really should just relax. Pausing
0: to think about t- pausing to think about multiversal and temporal applic uh, implications for something that will never be revisited. Right.
1: Oh, well, you at think least Probably that. will, or at least yeah. will likely not be revisited. You say that now.
2: <laughs> I'd like to think we learned that lesson with uh, Infinity War slash Endgame, right? That was the ultimate in time fuckery.
0: No well, doubt. no, I, I'm just saying, like, I doubt we're going to suddenly get another movie set in the verse. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah That's no, what I'm, I'm
0: talking about, not being revisited.
2: Yes, I see what you mean. Most. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is Marvel. I don't say <laughs> Never don't put it ever, but it's unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. Only Sith do,
0: deals in absolutes. Uh, so. Which is absolute. it, it seems highly <laughs> unlikely to me. Yeah. Those, those properties are played. Right. Oh yeah.
1: No, I get that. But I just, yep. it being be the Marvel universe.
0: <laughs> well, also it should be pointed out that they still have, to, it's still not actually technically the Marvel universe because Sony still owns the rights to Spider-Man distribution, to Spider-Man movies right. until right. Disney buys Sony, which is still a thing that could happen.
2: Oh yeah. I, I, I would like to, uh,
1: or at least
0: buys, you know, Spider-Man. Right.
2: I would like to put put in a bit of an um, actually myself, because we talked about everyone dying, but technically there's that little teaser at the end with the venom uh, connection. Yeah, venom didn't die. The, I mean, granted, the... It's not the same one per se. Tiny
0: but... little bit of venom, like also, th- there's a there's a plot hole to be examined there as well, which was,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, they say that um, the spell was bringing in everybody who br- knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man didn't exist in the Venom-verse. Right. So why exactly did he show up? Well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Who did, Was it ever explicitly
2: stated that Spider-Man didn't exist in the Venom movies?
0: No, but it's...
1: It was never ex- explicitly stated that Spider-Man did exist either.
2: Right, but not not uh, not acknowledging isn't the same mm-hmm. as saying... That's
0: right. one of those things that, thing that right. should have come up if if it were a thing, right?
1: Well, again, I think I think we need to MST three MST three K that mm-hmm. in that you know what it's just a movie. It, it was a good, it was a fun bit. You know, well, I mean, yeah. it has to
2: do with like rights and business decisions and stuff, not yeah. Story considerations, right. so it's yeah. Like- you know, whenever, yeah. whenever that stuff, whenever the stars align for that to be a thing, then all of a sudden they'll have some convenient explanation or whatever. Right. Or they'll yeah. just kind of, you know, blow right past it and be like, yeah, don't think. Well, right. there's a
0: tiny bit of symbiote in our, in, in the MCU now. Right. Well, um, I love the idea. The I, bartender a just has to touch it. And I, there's a, uh, there's a
1: meme out there now, of, uh, basically um, somebody going, this is all I get. Uh, you know, this is, uh, this is all that's left. What there's not a person is like, you know, uh, you, you, uh, this is what you paid for. That's all you're getting. One little bit. <laughs> there's a little blob.
2: Well, the thing there. is with uh, with the um, with the symbiote, I guess it's like <clears throat> um, in the Venom movies. The symbiote like <clears throat> bonds with Eddie, and that's it. Like it never, it doesn't bond with Spider Man off screen, and then mm-hmm. stuff happens, and then it bonds with Eddie. Like it yeah. bonds with Eddie. So <clears throat> if we're going with that uh, symbiote then that symbiote mm-hmm. doesn't know who Spider-Man is. Right. So right, exactly. right back where we started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Spider-Man could exist, but it's kind of a moot point because the symbiote never interacted with him. Therefore, it doesn't know that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah. Right. It's like it's, it's having that reaction, though. And so it's like, well, why is it having that reaction? You know? Right. It's weird.
0: The answer was because they wanted a way to have the Venom symbiote show up in the MCU. Right. More or less. Mm-hmm. The so guy, they needed to...
2: I'll hand wave some weird thing where it's like oh well for some reason it in this other universe somehow the symbiotes are connected across verses or some bullshit you know
1: right remember this you know because this is the same well, this is the I same mean, group of people who have the you have the whole concept that and somehow you know uh, uh, Palpatine survived or somehow Palpatine came back <laughs> you know yeah no kidding um, you know, get me that, started on that shit so I always well,
0: yeah. feel bad about a about about anything I've done done in in my capacities as a writer but then I mm-hmm. remember somebody got paid to write that line
2: and and, right. and it's an opening fucking crawl like right. <laughs> that's that's all it gets it's like oh yeah but BT Dubs the emperor is back yeah by the <laughs> way emperor <laughs> well when when they had there's the speculation about the trailer for that and they're like oh there's an emperor laughing there oh the emperor might be back and naive summer child that i was i was like nah, nah. There's no yeah do <laughs> that, would that do doesn't that. make any sense why would they ever do that nah.
1: well and
0: i I'm mean
1: like, well okay this is happening well, there's yeah, a reason that, yeah
0: well like, and i would have taken shrewook or, or not shrewook but uh what, what you call them the uh the cloning the the cloning vats mm-hmm. that was their explanation in airs in air to the force mm-hmm which was a crap explanation, but I would have taken it. <laughs> right. Well, I
1: mean, the emperor had been, had been experimenting with cloning technology all the way back to the clone wars, you know, but yeah. yeah. Uh Yeah.
3: Anyway.
1: <clears throat> but are we talking so about like Spider-Man? Spider-Man right.
2: <laughs> well, hey, I mean, you're talking <laughs> well, it about is, silly comic stuff and clones. Right? It's, it's all kind of yeah. you know, related,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Clones but Ugh. all we need now is Ben Riley to show up clones right? and sagas. Star Wars. is close enough. Right? So we did. I
1: mean, we do get some wonderful moments with all three Spider-Men.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. initial thing where they all put on their mask and start cooperating when they all, and they swing off of each other, which was like, okay. So that, that was, that was some very slick CG. That
2: mm-hmm. was like some chrono trigger triple technique shit.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm and yeah it just that that whole thing uh you know and then of course peter stopping peter from killing the goblin yeah you know um you know and it was like afterwards yeah i've been stabbed before <laughs> you know <laughs>
2: i um, thought what was really cool is when they were introducing the spider-men when they like the other ones mm-hmm. were first like going through the portals or whatever right <clears throat> and um the toby Maguire peter is there and they're all like oh yeah you're spider-man this and that and then like he's kind of like forced to admit it and they're like why did you he's like because i don't go around advertising that i'm spider-man Like, what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> it's just like such a common sense like duh moment that i was like right? yes thank you right
1: yeah it's like i don't do that and it's like but you know what everybody knows it's like that
0: oh, uh, i want mean, like to see I... if you had the tingle thing Oh, I got right. the tingle thing, it just Peter doesn't thing. apply towards bread. You're right. It doesn't work with bread. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean it it was I, I, and and I got, go ahead. ahead. No, you, you you first. Um well and they had, I mean, the thing is, is they could never pull that off without as talented a cast as they have for yeah. the Holland verse. Cause I you know, as as good as Kristen Dun- Kirsten Dunst is, she does not to me work as smoothly as uh as um, Zendaya does she, you know that character actually it's the way, that interpretation of Mary Jane is not mm-hmm. as uh is not as uh not the same on the same level as that as, as that version of MJ.
2: I, I don't even really see it as an interpretation. I just see it as a completely different character that happens to share the same
0: name. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's, that it's not even the same name. It's just different. It's same initials. Well, same right. initials. Yeah. Yeah. But you get but, it. It's the same. Idea.
1: Yeah. Same idea. But yeah, it's just that that whole idea of that, that character is just amazing.
2: Well, I think the thing about it too, is that like um, with that character mm-hmm. um, it, it, since it's new Like Mm -hmm. you can just be, you can just inhabit that character. You have to, you don't have to try to be beholden to like decades of comic stuff, right? Right. I feel like it's even though I'm not a big fan of Kirsten Dunst acting usually, Mm -hmm. although she was great when she was a kid in Interview with the Vampire. Mm -hmm. Um, I like I kind of sympathize with like Mm -hmm. that much of an ask for that like the Mm -hmm. the iconicness of that character. It's just like I don't know. Yeah, Um, Um, it's tough to kind of like. Please everybody, I guess.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, is that the the way they interpreted Mary Jane was far, far more mature than a teenage girl should be.
2: Also, I think a big part of it was not so much the acting as it was the writing. It's like right, you can exactly. only do so much with material, you know. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. It's it's the character more than the actress. Uh, you know, the way that the character was was written. Well, um
2: yeah, I mean, and it's like
1: at this point, like
2: you know, when Peter mm-hmm. is like. 18 or whatever it's like it doesn't make sense for someone who acts like they're 30 to be his love interest you know right exactly <laughs> just, it doesn't make a lot of oh, sense. Well, i
0: mean the actor was 30 so it...
1: right well i mean and that's the thing i like about this particular version you know this particular iteration is they are teenagers you know
2: Well, what's kind of cool about the 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 different spider-man as it were is that because of the different like You know, Mm -hmm. both in a in universe and meta way, like they inhabit different Mm -hmm. takes on the character in different aspects, and like Peter at different ages and like scenarios Mm -hmm. with his Mm -hmm. life that like it kind of comes together to kind of like inform like um, I I think like it gives the the Tom Holland original recipe, whatever you want to call it, in that universe Spider Man like perspective on like who he is and who he could be and stuff Mm -hmm. because you have like. You have the kind of like older, wiser, like Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, who's seen some shit. Yeah, and is he's been like doing it.
0: He's been doing this for a while now. Right. Right. And they
2: actually get to use the fact that, yes, the actor is that much older now to actually make it work for the story instead of it being a an impediment to it, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. And then you have the Andrew Garfield is kind of like the in-between version who's like a bit older, but he's not like, you know, mm. He's not all squared away, like the Toby Maguire version and right talking about how he like went super dark for a while with you know Gwen dying and all that. And I thought that right. was a really cool moment too when he he rescued m j and it was like essentially the exact same premise, only mm-hmm. he actually lived right and then he's like, yeah. "Are you okay?" and she's like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> he's like yeah. oh, he's breaking down because he's basically reliving that same moment
1: right he's got his shot at redemption, you know but hmm. well, that yeah. moment <clears throat>
0: that finally, moment, actually saved. i mean
2: yeah the thing about it though is like i wouldn't even really say redemption per se because the whole point of that i think is like you know how we're talking about earlier about peter being in possible situations and being so hard on himself and everything Mm -hmm. and it's like in that situation uh in the classic like i mean i don't i don't think i I never actually saw amazing spider-man 2 i just saw like bits and pieces mm-hmm. and i i got the you trick. didn't miss too much yeah no i i heard it was crap and that's why i never got around to watching it
1: <laughs>
0: that's the garfield one right yeah, yeah. the first one was actually i really liked the first amazing uh, spider man yeah the second one uh, it bonus ran, uh, it ran into uh spider-man 3 syndrome where there's too many villains well that it, it ran into <laughs> we're trying to establish we're trying to seed uh the next 12 movies syndrome Right. All so was. batman v yeah. superman syndrome yes mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah or Those the know, john wick more. syndrome you know we always have uh, mm-hmm. a movie just right off the top of the noggin to encapsulate <laughs> the phenomena but bonus points for um dennis larry being captain stacy in that movie <laughs> that's great right when stacy's dad. um but anyway yeah. uh, Where's that going with that? Unfortunately,
0: there wasn't a Stacy's mom to have it going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, that's right. I was talking about the um uh the Garfield Spider-Man um and hit the, the Gwen Stacy moment. Well, the the whole situation with that was that mm-hmm. she technically died because her neck snapped because he, you know, shot the webbing, but if he didn't, she would have just fallen to her death. So it's like, you know, there wasn't anything he could have done, really. Yes, so right. the there, whole point is no... that you can do yeah. the right thing and it's just not sometimes shit just happens anyway. Like right. that's you the can, lesson of that, you know? Yeah.
1: It's the, it's the Picard. Picard. Phrase. Yeah. Yeah. You can do everything right. And exactly. The Picard it. meme.
2: Yes. Yeah. And I guess if anything, the lesson is just that you have to, no matter how, you know, no matter mm-hmm. how devastating you might, a loss you might have, you have to just put one foot in front of the other and keep mm-hmm. moving, keep doing your thing, which I'm sure is what you would have wanted.
0: As uh, Led Zeppelin would say, you got to keep on chewing. Except that's not Led Zeppelin; that's uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. So, well,
1: I'm thinking of a Disney song. Put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're walking out the door. Uh, so, um, but yeah, and that's I think the other thing
0: about Zep is ramble on. Sorry, it was going to bother me if I didn't say it. If you didn't find out, if you didn't. No, no, if didn't I didn't say it, it I it, it uh... just took me a second to go to to you know dig through my mind palace. <laughs> But, I talked uh, about
2: uh, O'Connell but I, I think um Willem Dafoe Defoe also deserves big props cuz oh man like Defoe nailed the, the maniacal yeah. thing so well and he was such a great foil like I mean I I kind of share your frustration with the um, asininity of the oh no the treasured you know loved one dies tragically to give him that same lesson over and over again thing but like him being the way he was involved with it was just so awesome mm-hmm. and then at the end it was a similar vibe with the doc hawk situation because again mm-hmm. i mean you know he's drove nuts by the whole you know failed experiment trope and all that
0: yeah i'm just sick of 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 peter parker spider-man getting death pathos right it's it's kind of, uh, like i understand you can have at pathos point, without it's... the death part yeah yeah, that's yeah. it's a i feel like it's a crutch
2: yeah yeah
0: Oh, we need to we need to score some more pathos. Let's kill one of let's kill one of Spider Man's relatives.
1: Let's kill <laughs> right. someone Spider Man knows, you know, um, and that,
2: <laughs> that was like a like something every five minutes in the comics would be like, oh, Mary, um, Aunt May is in the hospital. Ooh, she's in bad shape. Like,
1: mm-hmm, right? like <laughs> Aunt May almost always dying, but
0: never does. You know? Eventually, at some point, she until if, if, until finally she does, but. It's okay because Peter got one more day with her. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. But yeah, Willem Dafoe just I'm not angry that. about that comic.
1: <laughs> just to just to go back to Willem Dafoe cuz he plays the oh, I'm recovered. I'm a good, you know, I'm a decent man now. No I'm not. <laughs> you know.
0: Well, that uh, he he did that in in the first movie too. It was mm-hmm. excellent. Oh yeah, no it, it just he hasn't lost it. Yeah. So it's kind
1: of a
2: mirror to the Doc Ock situation where he was acting like he was villainous when really he was, you know,
1: actually indecent.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. That's because they fixed him first.
1: Yeah. Of course, there's no explanation for how he overcame what the implants did. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, it was just the, uh, it, it, like, so they, they were, so the explanation for why the arms did what they did was that they were governed by, uh, a uh, by an artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. and the uh, there was a chip at the base of the neck because nothing ever goes wrong with chips at the base of the neck. Um, nothing ever goes wrong with artificial intelligence. That 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 AI is a crapshoot. Thank you very much. But um, that that was supposed to essentially keep the, keep the AI from directly uh, influencing him. Influencing right. him when they didn't then the AI programming was just like, well, we need, well, you know, we Mm -hmm. were designed to do this thing, therefore must do thing. Mm -hmm. Because you have to remember that that the primary capacity of the AI in the arms was to work, was to complete the fusion experiment. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. So. uh, Why he decided, mm -hmm. why he had to, like, even... Even in Spider Man two, he didn't really need to kill Peter other than um Harry wanted Peter dead and was like, you know what, I'll I'll give you everything you need to make your experiment happen if you bring me pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, and by I, I pictures also, I mean his head, but you know. I also
2: yeah. that reminds me of that other part where uh He's talking about um, when the, the Spider-Men were bonding. And he was like, oh, and my, my best friend who tried to kill me died in my arms. Like, I thought that was a, that was a great little exchange. Right.
0: Yeah, mine too. Wait, wait what, what, really? Right. I'm not alone in this? <laughs> well, no, it was Ned being like, I, I don't want to. I'm, I'm my Peter's best friend. I don't want to die in his arms. Right, yeah, it was
2: adorable how freaked out he was about that.
0: Right,
1: although well, I promise I'll never, I won't turn into a supervillain.
2: I'm <laughs> geeking out about space and invading aliens and whatnot.
0: <laughs> no, becoming the Hobgoblin. Right. Although now he totally can because he doesn't remember Peter. Exactly.
1: That does give him a certain amount of uh, freedom, freedom amount to a leeway. Evil. Right. Yeah. I can turn evil without you know. Uh, so yes. uh, ever multiplying goblin.
0: right hey to be fair i can't remember which one was first green goblin green was goblin first. was the og yeah green goblin was the og that was norman
1: osborne yep um actually had the comic book where he appeared first year it was pretty early it was like a
2: few years into spider man it was mm-hmm. like i want to
1: say late 60s or something mm-hmm. that was when he was fighting uh that was when he was still fighting like street level thugs that had uh Oh was it there was there was three there's three of them that a trio would, and like one had a lasso and shit. Yeah, one was like a contortionist, one like had the, uh I think they're called had, like the Enforcers, right? Yeah, the, I think it was Enforcers. Yeah, cuz yeah. one had like one was a boxer but he had steel steel uh gauntlets and one was just really big and the other was was really really uh tall like and like lanky. Lasso. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was just like was like some uh, Kingsman 2 shit. It's kind of funny. Right? But yeah, and so the Green Goblin, yeah, that was the first time he showed up. Um and yeah and then the hobgoblin because uh, when you get to that one Ned Leeds and Betty Brant were reporters at the uh, uh at the at the Daily Planet you know when J. Jonah Jameson Daily Bugle, Daily Bugle yeah Daily Planet wrong wrong uh wrong cape wrong, wrong red Daily. and blue yeah wrong red <laughs> and blue suit <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> wrong newspaper right wrong newspaper wrong reporter wrong red and blue suit um but yeah at the at the Daily Bugle um you know. And originally they had Betty Brandt just as the secretary, you know. Right. And because, you know, the seventies go figure. <laughs>
0: yeah. So well, that's progressivism.
1: Right. But um yeah, just seeing how those how those things play out in you know, in uh in current, you know, because also Flash Thompson, you know, by comparison.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty clever how they kind of like made him like the social media style bully, like, like right, whole, like you know, gossipy, we'll coercive, like, subversive right. type as opposed to just, hey, I'm a big meathead and I punch you,
0: right? Well, because Flash Thompson originally wasn't the so much of a football b- team
2: anymore, right? Because Flash right. Thompson
1: was originally wasn't so much a bully, he was just the popular guy who was Peter's nemesis, you know. Because bullying wasn't a thing. I think thing he was a they'd...
2: situational bully is what
0: he was. Exactly.
1: Uh, yeah,
2: he was a seemed like a good dude all around. But then like when it comes for some reason, he just really loved giving Peter shit.
0: Well, mm-hmm. it, it, and there was always the dichotomy of him. Loving he Spider-Man. really hated Sp- Pi- he right. always hated Peter Parker. But, but man, he was, he was, was always biggest Spider-Man's fan. biggest fan. Right. right.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of like full circle with uh, his identity being revealed and make, oh, yeah, I was always, yeah, I was totally best buds with Spider-Man, you know. Right. <laughs> Writing a book and all that shit.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah but... like
2: essentially, I guess if I, if you had to boil it down to a couple of words, uh, Flash Thompson in this iteration is a toxic influencer.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I will, I, I will, I will say that one is spot. Like if you audience. made him a,
2: if you made him a world of darkness character sheet, that would be the two word like mm-hmm. you know character yeah, concept, toxic toxic influencer, influencer. <laughs> right yeah. yeah
1: he's the bard of the party you know Um the chaotic neutral socialite right um yeah because he he was the he was definitely the you know um but by the same token they also you know in in the original movies they made him a sympathetic character you know because his I his, his so- life
2: it's so trippy that Joe Manganiello was Flash Thompson and Raimi Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you go back and watch that. Oh man, he's so young. <laughs> I don't know
0: who that is off the top of my head, but okay.
2: He's been a lot of stuff. He's, uh, he's in Magic Mike. He's uh, Al Seed in, um, uh, True Blood. And, um, he's a big D&D nerd. He keeps showing up on D&D related things.
0: things. Oh, is yeah, he the one who was up. on Men's Fitness? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's like...
2: got the Gary Gygax Memorial Dungeon in his, uh in his basement Pretty B A. He runs a, uh, he's got like a famous Hollywood like D and D group where there's like rotating celebs that participate. I think he, uh, they had an episode about that on the big bang theory.
1: Yeah. I, I can see being invited to play in his D and D game would be like the, you know, the end all be all for someone's career. <laughs> oh, Vince,
2: Vince Vaughn was part of it. Um, a lot of hmm. people that have came and went. Uh, I'm sure Vin Diesel at one point because he's just like a gigantic – he's such a big D&D nerd that he has a tattoo of his character.
0: Right. Well, uh, Well, he also made a movie about his character. Yeah, The Last (laughs) Witch Hunter. Yeah, The The Last Witch Hunter right <laughs> yeah.
2: he's like okay well all right if i can't do the DMPC thing i'll just make my own fucking movie right <laughs> it's like all right get out of your system Ben. all right get out of your system so we can play regular. Right. we'll make a movie <laughs> out of my
1: D character
2: i think it was so funny hearing about him talk about his like earlier life when he would like he would bounce at a club and then like go home and like draw maps on graph paper for a game he was going to dm <laughs> just, <laughs> the contrast <laughs> of that was so fucking funny to me
1: right um yeah and and th- that i like that you know they've they've kept you know peter to the modern geek although i would have loved it if they had actually made peter a dnd player you know
2: one of my few gripes with the um with the amazing spider-man andrew garfield version is that he seemed like a little too cool to be peter parker like he didn't right? really feel you'll like og peter parker at that point he yeah like, he was he was just he some was, kid and he was he's like skateboarding and being all slick and he's like a handsome dude and it's like well who is this this isn't fucking peter parker like this yeah this is really popular <laughs> yeah
1: this is one of the most brilliant geeks in the marvel universe did he ever know? get
2: picked on I don't think he ever does, right? I don't
1: recall I don't recall ever seeing him in school, but that, you know. <laughs> I don't know.
2: It's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, the movie still works. Like, see. there's nothing inherently wrong with it. It just kind of, like, you know, it's one of those things where you talk, you know, the whole philosophical thing of, like, if you keep taking pieces away from a car, when does it stop being a car, you know? Right, it's yeah. Like, that's exactly. kind of how I feel about when they, they do those interpretations where it's like, oh, well, they just kind of ignore all the stuff about him being, like, a geek who's bullied, mm-hmm. you know or at least a social pariah or whatever right uh,
1: yeah a social you know and I, and I that's what i think the i think think this version gets right is the you know is the whole idea that he is a you know a geek toby I, wires I was like, kind uh,
2: mm-hmm. uh, sorry, I didn't mean to, to, yeah, go ahead. to finish your thought
1: well you know they did a pretty good job with Toby's version, yeah, you know where he was he was a bit of a you know bit of a geek, but he wasn't. They just made him awkward. Um, yeah. I think, you know, this version, they make a little better at being um, more, well, that's what I'm looking for, um, more of a scientist, more smarter than everybody else in the room. Um, and, you know, I mean, they, they did a great job with this one of making all of them, um, you know, that smart. But
2: yeah, well, that was the other Peter, aspect of their teamwork is that, they did the whole combined brain power thing. It wasn't just them like jumping off each other with webs. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. also them just doing the whole brain trust thing, you know? Yeah. So, like, cool.
0: yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Toby being like, I-, I think I could do something about the, uh, about mm. the, the, the goblin, like mm. each of the, each of them also dealt with their own, with their uh, own villain, with their own villains. Like, yeah, I got like yeah, targets. This. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. What I was going to say is, um, I feel like the Tom Holland version Mm -hmm. is like a good balance of the geekiness yeah, uh, because it's Mm -hmm. like, it it has that core of him being like super into science and like so Mm -hmm. smart that it throws other people off and he's not terribly popular. And he's, you know, of course Mm -hmm. he's awkward around girls and stuff like he's figuring that out. But at the same time, it's not like over the top and he's not being like thrown up against lockers and getting the shit beat out. Like, you know and he still actually has a couple of close friends you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's something there mm-hmm. where it's kind of like it acknowledges like the core yeah. of that like right of age awkwardness but at the same time it doesn't beat you over the head with it you know
1: right because like, he he hangs out with other geeks you know right and that's he what, goes you know, to what a you know, magnet school <laughs> well, right i yeah. mean yeah he's not the only person like that
2: right and, and that's the thing is like it's smart writing like mm-hmm. it makes sense that like you know right he still is how he is but because of the like scenario he finds himself in he's not mm-hmm. without his tribe or what yeah right
0: we do need to wrap this up uh at this point i think we've gone longer than typical it's hard to tell because of you know overlaps with i've got three mm-hmm. different audio files i'm gonna have to splice right. together
1: <laughs> right no, I got so
2: you. final thoughts takeaways from the movie
0: it's good i really need to go see it again when i'm not sitting in front in front of a bunch of spider bros right. i don't know if i said this during during the episode during the first the first recording session, but I only got to go see it on opening night and I was sitting in front of some people who I swear they were in like the they were in, in like the Spider Man fraternity because they were <laughs> they, they, they they had that
2: super Chad energy. It's kind of an oxymoron, but then again Flash Thompson's his number one fan, yeah, so they're right?
0: <laughs> they had super Chad energy and they were very loud and I frequently was like, you know, guys, I, I, I understand that you're excited because I'm excited too, but I've missed four lines of dialogue because you guys won't shut up about how psyched you are that Andrew Garfield just showed up. <laughs> this podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It is brought to you by a letter and a number. The opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If there was interstitial music in this episode, it'll be listed in the doobly-doo. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it in your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. If you're listening on iTunes, please rate us. If you're listening on Spotify, please follow us, etc., etc. Anything that you can do to help boost the signal and work the algorithm to make us more discoverable is appreciated. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by making a one-time donation on our website or a reoccurring one on Patreon at patreon.com slash A final thought. This outro is recorded in advance, and you may never hear it. It kind of depends on whether Neil has time to record a regular outro for an episode or if something gets in the way.